There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Right. Welcome to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, and I'm here with uh, the one, the only Jim Price. Jim, how are we doing today? Doing good, sir. Good to see you this morning, or hear from you this morning. It's a fantastic day. You mean uh, afternoon? The world's still turning. It's afternoon. What's that? It's, af- it's afternoon. afternoon. Oh, God, yeah, did I do it again? You did. You did. It's sorry. okay. I mean, it's so close. We're like on that. We're on that border, that cusp of morning yeah. and afternoon, right? It's like it's that good one midday to you, sir. Good midday. Good midday. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of these days I'll learn. You know, it's uh, my first time here on Earth, so it's taken me a little bit to get adjusted to it. That you remember. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess Adam Schiff is going to be running for uh, for Senator Feinstein's seat as she's retiring yeah. here. This is interesting. Yeah. Well, we need a, a real guy like him around to just realize how – if we don't know how bad evil is, I mean, what do we know what it is, right? I mean, he he's a true example of that, but, you know. Is it is he going to be elected or just selected? Is he going to be elected or just selected? Well, he'll probably get selected. Quite honestly, he'll probably get selected. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, we have to remember who Adam Schiff really is, and and that's really oh. the key. I mean, do you know the stories with Adam Schiff and why, um, you know, why McCarthy is actually removing him from the intelligence committee? Obviously, it's because of the Russia, Russia, Russia. As chairman of the Gang of Eight. He was instrumental in pushing propaganda lying to the American public. Um, he pushed mm-hmm. the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax against the Hunter Biden laptop, even when the DNI Radcliffe came out and said that it wasn't Russian disinformation. It was Adam Schiff that came out and lied to the public about Eric right. Sikamarella, who was the uh, Ukrainian whistleblower for Trump's perfect phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy's just a, a, a rat, but there, there's a story yeah. that goes much, much deeper. With Adam about Schiff. the uh, Standard Hotel? The Standard Hotel. And do you know the story of the Standard Oof. Hotel, or at least what the story it, is? Yeah, and it is, and it ties into the guy who was just convicted a few years back of pedophilia and, and human trafficking, and he's since died. Um, but it ties right back into all the stuff that we've actually heard about recently, but yet he is still like Teflon. Like, I, how is this guy... This These stories are actually being reported by mainstream medias, and yet... He's still saying he needs to be on the intelligence committee. He needs to be moved up to a senator's position. The, there's some there. I mean, again, that's why I asked: Is he elected or selected? Obviously, he's being tapped on the head to move up or move over. And for people out there wondering what the Standard Hotel thing was all about, um, Adam Schiff in the Standard Hotel was an eyewitness account came out and talked about how Adam Schiff one night. Um, well, I think he was a young congressman. This is a while back. Um, dressed up in drag and went to the Standard Hotel and had ordered a uh, an 11-year-old African-American boy to his room. And uh, the people, the handlers who brought the boy into the room had uh, drugged the boy up on methamphetamines and other drugs. Mm-hmm. And uh, the child had actually died and was unconscious. So he thought he was just unconscious. And so uh, a person – and they have watchers who do this within these human trafficking organizations – 
Right. And so apparently they have the, the video of all this as well. But, um, mm. you know, Adam Schiff had his way with the unconscious boy, not knowing he was dead. And when he found out he was dead, he freaked out and a cleanup crew came in. And someone very, very close to this matter um, came out and blew the whistle on it with striking details. Um, that person mm-hmm. is now dead. Um, that person died of uh, um, apparent suicide. So, Well, one of the handlers was that guy, that the famous guy that was with the, all the social elites in Hollywood and the producers and stuff, which is, you know, all the way from, you know, Whoopi Goldberg to uh, Oprah to all these other people. He, this guy was very well connected in all those worlds, and he, he had a, a trial. Uh, he was arrested for all this stuff, and yet we're still not – people aren't making causation and correlation with these people. Oh, you're talking about Buck. Yeah. Yep, you're talking about Buck, and yep, that's exactly who this was. It was Buck, and one of Buck's friends was a guy by the name of Anthony Bourdain. Oops. And uh, Anthony Bourdain, suicide. Apparently, himself. apparently, apparently, was uh, someone who was intimate with that events of that night, mm-hmm. who was uh, trying to come clean and whistleblow about it. Right, and then he suicided himself mysteriously all of a sudden. Right, with no indications with that, and he did that. He did it in a foreign country too. He did overseas somewhere, wasn't it? So, um, yeah, something like that. But you yeah. know, interesting time to be alive, and, and it's interesting too <laughs> because we just saw that the judge in San Francisco has ordered the release of the Paul Pelosi um, body cam footage. <laughs> oh man. I, I, I was asking anybody. I mean, does anybody when this stuff comes out, does anybody want to go have a few drinks with me, get hammered, and go watch this? Yeah, yeah, this is – well, here's a sad thing is it's going to prove everything that we know to be factual, not what they were trying to tell us was factual, and this is not going to look good. Uh, well, so what Nancy Pelosi is going to do, the free fall, so we have the, the Joe Biden free fall effect, and now we're going to have the, the Nancy Pelosi free fall where she – oh, by the way, she just sold off her Google stock the other day. She, right. Well, and, I, I wanted to talk about this topic, so – Oh, sorry, um, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. Paul Pelosi, I think that this is interesting because – um, initial reports are coming out after the judge order it from um, the Pelosi family lawyers and, and media that um, they don't want this release because it's going to misconstrue um, the event of what the public believes the events of that day were, that they could be confused by the events of that day by watching this body cam footage. Um, <laughs> and most likely what we're going to see is we're going to see the, the perp who is uh, probably in his underwear. Um, by the mm-hmm. way, he was a you know drug addict, methamphetamines, this type of stuff. So it runs the same, the same course as we just talked about with the Standard Hotel and everything like this. Right. Um, and you know, there's just too many variables at play with that whole thing that don't make sense. But yeah, you're right. Nancy Pelosi is under scrutiny for the odd timing of her huge stock trade right before a DOJ lawsuit. But it's also the same time Pelosi's husband's video is going to come out. I mean. You can I just the free fall effect, but yeah, that she she seems to be really a, a real game wizard with the whole stock thing. I need to hire her. If I had uh, stocks, I'd give them to her. When you're a speaker she, of the house and getting those intelligence briefings, you got to wonder. I mean, between December 20th and December 28th, <clears throat> by the way, great date right there. Uh, the the Nancy Pelosi sold over 10,000 shares of Google stock. This came one month before the Department of Justice filed a lawsuit against Google. Hmm. By the way, twenty eighth is your birthday, right? Did she is, did she yeah. sell those for you? Did she send you a little check? Are you trying to tell us oh, something? Oh man, ten thousand shares of Google sold. Oh, that would have been nice, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
a little bit of dividend pay there. You got or not? Was it uh, <clears throat> was it capital gains tax on that? Right. Mm. You, you know, in other strange news, an investment banker plummets from New York City rooftop bar in suspected suicide. Now, you know, this is this happened at six thirty at night. Six thirty at night from a okay. New York City bar. Hmm. Let me ask yeah. you this: If someone jumped from a rooftop of a uh, right. of a rooftop bar at six thirty at night, do, right. do you think for just one moment that there might have been some witnesses? Well, let me think. Uh, New York has what millions of people in it. It's a little bitty square piece of land. I say square piece of land, long piece of land, but uh, yeah, there's going to be people on the street. There's going to be people in the bar. There's going to be people across the street from the bar and the buildings across from the bar. I mean, there's, yes, everybody is going to see this. Mm -hmm. Hmm. But no witnesses? Now, how about this? This marks the second time in four months that someone met their demise from New York City's highest rooftop bar. So this isn't the first time that somebody killed themselves. Over this bar in uh, October, uh, New York City model Elizabeth um, Gagaluski fell over the railing and plummeted to the 27th floor where she was pronounced dead. The 26 year old was uh, said to have been standing on the ledge at the bar when she fell. Well, um, so is is this bar now the new train station from uh, Yellowstone? Hey, I'll meet you at the bar. Oh, crap. They're going to throw me off the roof. I don't know. <laughs> just something, hey, just don't don't accept drink invitations to this bar is what I could say right now. If you if you know anything or anybody, don't go to this bar. Like that's the that's the new train station there. We're gonna take them to the train. Man, that's that's so it's two times in six months. Two times uh, in, in we're, three we're, months. Yeah, three months. Oh man. All right. Well, we're making a real pattern out of this. So that's fine. There's nothing. This that's normal. How many people, how many times we can think about this just in general? How many places on earth really has a repetitive suicide you know thing? Like I mean I know there's a couple of places that are weird places on earth but I mean it just in general. How many times do you really ever hear just of people just consistently jumping off of this building or this bar? I mean it's a bar but who does it in public like that? And you most of the time these people don't do this in a way that's really that public. I mean it's well, not some really people a want to go out with a bang, you know. Well, all right. Yeah. But you know, the, the, the real talk of the day, and we're going to talk about this uh, when we do come back from the break in a few minutes, Okay, is uh, Project Veritas. Oh, yeah. You know, did you see They're James O'Keefe it. on Twitter last night post that I love life, uh, I am not suicidal? Yes. I mean, yes. this is, he, he, he's joking, but he's being serious at the same time. Okay, yeah. we'll be back with the Dark Delight Show. We'll be right back. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. 
Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. Tired of supporting Big Pharma? At HoneyColony.com, we understand the importance of choosing products that reflect your beliefs. That's why we offer a wide range of natural and organic products that are good for you and good for the environment. From pure honey supplements, skincare, colloidal silver healers to immune defense, our products are all carefully selected to ensure the highest quality and purity. And when you shop with us, you can trust that we're a company that cares. We don't just stop at offering pure, naturally sourced products. We also prioritize sustainability. Our products are sourced from Responsible, environmentally conscious sources and provide chemical free options for you and your family. Visit us at redpills.tv forward slash honey and shop today. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. And uh, so James is key. Yeah. Project Veritas. Yeah. He put out last night, uh, you know, I love life. I don't want to leave this earth and uh, I am not suicidal. And this right. because uh, he came out with this, uh, this video, this new video about Pfizer. Uh, this is a, a Pfizer director of research and development who was caught on camera saying that Pfizer has been considering mutating the COVID-19 virus for future vaccine opportunities. Now, the guy asked me, he said, well, this is gain of function. He goes, no, 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 we don't use those. This is directed evolution. And so the idea would be to go in there and mutate the viruses in a lab and then develop a vaccine for it because then they would have the vaccine for that specific strain if it just happened to develop in nature. Now, now, Jim, do you know the the statistical probability um, of a genetic strain mutation in nature and um, the probability of actually creating an exact match in a lab. Do, do, do you know what that is? That's uh, that's the no. That's the camel through the eye of the needle. There's <laughs> that, to be able that, to hit the that trajectory. Is, that is going out to the edge of the known universe, right? Closing your eyes. And throwing a dart and landing right on Earth. Oh, that—that's it's highly <laughs> improbable. You're you're talking like one in, you know, ten quintillion. I mean, you can't even right. make up a number because guess what? So, it can't happen. So Which you're means, saying there's a chance. So, so you're, you're saying, saying there's a chance. <laughs> but so, 
<laughs> but so when you look at this, now this puts in the perspective the swine flu outbreaks. Remember mm-hmm. the swine flu? They're doing the vaccine. They're trying to push it. Oh, and yeah. It was all about the vaccines. But then every year they started putting the swine flu vaccines out there with the new strain of swine flu. And nobody right. decided to take it anymore. The only thing they could really do was with the flu shot. And so now they've been talking about uh, all these new enhanced COVID-19 vaccines that are going to come out with um, variant and strain specific. This is all mentioned the last few days. And all of a sudden, boom, you get this, that the reason they're saying that is because they're actually mutating their own strains. And this guy even slips up and says that, you know, you don't want to be doing this because, you know, what happens when uh, everybody starts getting sick and you have another pandemic that spreads throughout the world? Well, that's the thing is he was talking about R&D inside of a lab where they developed the vaccine. That's but then he also function, said, well, that is right? gain of function. But then he said, he goes, you know, you don't want to make these things too strong because what happens when they, they spread throughout the whole world? Well, that means that they would actually be releasing the virus to the public. That is strain the mosquito things the with uh, Bill Gates? Well, exactly. And now, not only that is, I mean, if you go back and you look at the patents of COVID-19, the spike protein in particular that was developed, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, EcoHealth Alliance, Peter Daszak, Anthony Fauci went over to Wuhan Institute of Virology in 2014. The patents are owned by Moderna and Pfizer for the spike protein of COVID-19. For anybody who doesn't know this, you you can look it up Mm -hmm. yourself. Okay. Which means that... Everything that we're seeing right now with COVID-19 is a lab-created virus. And so they haven't stopped. They're talking about this openly at their board meetings about mutating or directed evolution of viruses so they can have a perpetual play of vaccines coming out that protect against these strains. This is absolute biological warfare. Pfizer needs to be burned down to the ground, metaphorically speaking. Mm-hmm. They need to be shut down. They need to have just that whole company needs to be shredded, ripped apart, and, and shut down by governments of the world. They should not lo- be allowed to operate in the United States of America. But isn't aren't these companies direct directly out of Germany, a part of the World War II chemical com- biochemical companies that were all are there all along? Aren't these just an extension of those on down? Well. Pfizer, Moderna, these guys are the big ones. You know, Moderna, they started in, what, 2008 with a federal grant under, I think, Obama. And uh, they went on from there to develop a lot of genetic mRNA technology. So, yeah, I mean, and there, there's just parts of big conglomerates, Black BlackRock and Vanguard and all these guys. But, yeah, this is absolutely horrific what is being said here. The, the doctor, Jordan Tristan Walker... Um, is the one that they're talking about in this video. And another video is supposed to be released tonight of them confronting um, confronting him. So this is going to be interesting. Wow. I mean, the thing is, though, is this, is why... I mean, again, I, I, always, I would do the thing, like if I ran from... If I was speeding and or I ran a stop sign and the cop comes up behind me and I don't pull over, they're going to send 15 cars, a helicopter, spike strips, do all these things over a traffic violation. These people are openly confessing to what they are doing to our bodies and to our world and in chemical mm-hmm. ways and biological ways and genetic ways. And yet where are the, where are the squad cars? Where's the, you know, the eye in the sky, where is all the on, you know, shutting Pfizer down, shutting down their facilities, the, going, doing a full stop on this. I'm the eye in the sky. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but, you know what uh, I'm saying? Though? Like, what do we got to do? Yeah. To, what, what's what's got to get everybody, you know, to stop? What about the Pfizer employees that are making this stuff or shipping this stuff or the company well, that's shipping it, it from? If you listen to what he says, yeah. he's a sociopath. This is a medical doctor. You know, he, he took the Hippocratic Oath. And right. he sounds like a sociopath. He's like laughing about it. Oh, you don't want these things to spread around the world. Ha ha ha. And I think it's good wow. that we can make profit off of vaccines. Oh, yeah, it's good. Good. Let's let's get these jabs in everybody. Ha 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 ha. And we're yeah. finding out now that there's severe problems with all these jabs. Uh, not all of them, but the, but the majority of them. That there is massive adverse reactions from the majority of these jabs. I mean, last year... Yeah. Last year in the United States of America, if you look at the statistical records, you had 300,000 300,000 more excess deaths within the mortality rate that were not attributed to COVID-19. And so this is, you know, they they put like gun violence in there, which is like 127 when comparison to 300,000. It's absolutely ridiculous. But but. When you start looking at that 300,000, we know that a minimum of 16,000 was vaccines. And we can see this through the VAERS data. Well, and this goes back to, you know, the idea that we lose, what, three quarters of a million people to doctors going, oops, like during procedures and things. And we're not out, you know, there, where's the, I mean, there are things out there that are killing us for real, you know, obesity, uh, insulin resistance, different things that we, we've, which again, ties right back to these companies. I, I talked about it on the show before is, you know, the same company that ha- helps you kill the dandelions in your yard also will give you the chemotherapy you get to treat the cancer you get from killing your dandelions in your yard. I mean, the circle of this stuff is is engraved of death, right? Isn't it? I mean, well, it's the same company that also produces uh, heart disease medication. So, for everybody out there who's wondering the logic of this, is that the same company that creates Roundup, right? Mm-hmm. Roundup Ready, the same con- the conglomerates that own them, um, kill the dandelion. Which produce cancer, and then subsidiary companies then produce the cancer drugs and medication, as well as the heart disease drugs. Now it's funny because dandelions have proven effective against cancer and heart disease, <laughs> and it's just this uh, this, this <laughs> circle of irony, isn't it? Yeah, that's normal. Fine. Yeah, and and the, and, and I am, here's the other thing, guys. The reason that this lion is consuming us, or whatever you want to call this wild beast called pharmaceuticals, Jackal. is because we gave them immunity. We get Congress gave them immunity. Well, right yeah, well, they, they oh, have uh, they have immunity when you have um, they have immunity only with FDA approved therapies. But and then the rest of it's your consent when you. <laughs> right. So the EUA emergency use authorization, they did not have immunity from. That's why they push for uh, FDA approval so fast. Really? Man, see, we got to get better. We, I mean, we the people, right, was the answer of all this. So if we stand up, we push back, then this stops, right? We stand mm-hmm. up. The game's over. I had uh, Clayton on the, on the show yesterday, and I tell you what, his wife uh, is amazing. And he, he really opened my eyes to a lot of stuff that he says we've been spraying. Uh, we've been getting sprayed for 70 years. 70 years at a minimum, we've been getting aerosoled already with chemicals and graphene and things that we didn't even realize. And so we think that we're just catching it in these last few years, but this is, this is generations old already. And, uh, and he, we went through a really great conversation yesterday, but it, it kind of scared me because he, you know, his, it, there's, 
it this I it was actually almost very uh, um, eye opening for me. I I I really believe that there's this this, this nefarious stuff going on, mm-hmm. but I kind of hoped we were catching it in the beginning and kind of hoping we were kind of you know yeah bad things have always been happening. They've been depopulating us, but the chemical effect of things that they've been putting in our bodies and how much it's been happening clear down to the in vitro portion of you know pregnancy and all this it is uh it is terrifying uh what they've been doing and this is just part of that this exposure of this you know project veritas video it has a guy in here giggling <laughs> you know kind of doing the uh the mad scientist effect and we think of a mad scientist of a guy who's hunched over in a lab coat and who never comes out of his cave but this guy is having drinks and wildly talking about this is what you do business as usual and that's arrogance. Um, that's that's that right there. Well, sociopathy that's as stuff. well. I mean, yeah. I got an article right here. Junk foods, evil ways, high fat, high fat diet hijacks the brain's ability to regulate appetite. Eating fa- so this is funny because they call it fatty foods, but mm-hmm. but they're 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 putting this spin on the words right. Um, eating fatty foods like burgers and fried chicken. Those aren't fatty foods. Those are unhealthy foods. Um, right. Can obviously chicken's not. Fat. Chicken is lean. Can obviously lead to obesity, but not in the way you may think. And this is interesting. We'll, we'll talk about this when we come back. We'll be right back with more Dr. Right. Right. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight show. Yes, sir. And you know, it's just, it's crazy. I I wanted to touch on this because I was reading this article as we were on break, and and it's just, it's a lot of propaganda and misdirection. But the mm-hmm. the interesting thing is that the discovery could open the door for anti-obesity pill. There you go. And this is uh, studyfinds.org, which they're um, probably funded by pharma. But they find that calorie intake seems to be regula- regulated in a short term by astrocytes. We found that a brief exposure, three to five days of high-fat calorie diet, has the greatest effect on astrocytes, triggering the normal signaling pathway to control the stomach. Over time, astrocytes seem to desensitize to the high-fat food. Around 10 to 14 days of eating high-fat calorie diet, astrocytes seem to fail to react to the brain's ability to regulate calorie intake to be lost. This disrupts the signaling to the stomach and delays how it empties. Now, this is interesting because in the article, they're talking about high-fat but high fat, they define as fatty foods, burgers, and chickens. They're talking about foods that have trans fats. Which is the vegetable oils. Right. The oils, the deep fried. They're talking about processed foods. They're talking about mm-hmm. sy- basically dis- – they're not talking synthetic. about actual high fat You should have said it just foods. like synthetic food, synthetic foods, yeah. right? Fake foods. Yeah. 
the uh, is, when when you think about the synthetic foods, though, we we don't we we've been told that those are the ones that are supposed to keep our heart healthy. They put the little heart logo on there mm. because they're vegetable oils. But vegetable oils go rancid at certain temperatures, which is exceeding which all foods are cooked at at a higher temperature than the rancid level. So when they go rancid, they become toxic to the body, and the body becomes inflamed, which causes inflammation or obesity. Oh wow! Well, come on. Even for Josh, that was a little hard. That was was it too far for you, Josh? This morning, it's I mean, I, it's Thursday. I get it. You're on the downhill slide. You're taking it easy. Come on, those trans fats are. You look at the correlation between obesity uh, on board in our society, and when those uh, Crisco. Remember what Crisco was? Remember you told me about this. We talked about it. What petroleum. was Crisco originally? It's petroleum based product. Yeah, it it's a lubricant. For, yeah, it's a lubricant used for industrial uh, for industrial. Uh, Machinery. It was a submarine for submarines. They were using on subs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they couldn't sell we it. We should cook in that. <laughs> Nobody wanted it. So they, well, let's use yeah. it to cook. Let's cook in this. Like fluoride's a byproduct of phosphorus manufacturing. It's, a, it's a, you know, <laughs> well, let's put that in the water too. It's fine. It's not toxic when you have a customer. They, that's the FDA has caused that put that in their rulings that if it is it has a consumer, it is not considered to be toxic. So if you can sell it, it's not toxic waste. So oh, water departments buy it. So if you can sell it. it, it's no longer toxic waste. Right. You have a cons- there's a <laughs> it's because like you're not throwing it away, you're selling it away. <laughs> <laughs> this is the world we live in, man. Whoa, this is fun. Wee. Anyway, so back to reality. Um, so yeah, no, where's we're we're being played. We're being Dude. played in real time. Do you like so Senator Kennedy? Ken- do you like Senator you- Kennedy? You mean the the yeah I, Senator Kennedy? Oh no, the guy from Louisiana. I yeah, love that John, guy, Senator John Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, so, he has some of the best zingers. I mean, I'd love to have him a, at a dinner table and uh, get him rolling. I think it'd be fantastic. So, so the Biden judicial nominee for a federal judge, Judge uh, Charnel. Vegetable, uh, I can't even pronounce it, Bajenkelgren. Vegetable, vegetable plant. Yeah, Spokane <laughs> County Superior Court in Washington State was nominated by Biden to serve on the U.S. District Court of the Eastern District of Washington. During her confirmation hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee, she could not answer Senator Kennedy's questions about the different parts of the U.S. Constitution, um, what they do, and how the courts might interpret the laws. And so Senator Kennedy, a lawyer, said, tell me what Article 5 of the Constitution does. She responded back, and she responded back, Article 5 is not coming to mind at the moment. So he scratches his head. Mm. He goes, how about Article 2? Um, he, he followed up, and she says, Article 2 is not coming to mind either. <laughs> so Article 5 obviously constitutes the concerns of the amendment process. Article 2 invests the executive power of the President of the United States, enumerating the powers of the executive branch. Next, Kennedy asked her um, if she knew was, what propopivism is. Um, but she was again unable to give an answer. Propopivism is well. A- she gave her resume though when she answered that, and all the years as a judge and as a prosecutor. Well, remember that propopivism, yeah. or the purposeful approach or philosophical of interpreting the law that emphasizes the law's purpose, advocating the judges to enforce the spirit of the law when it contradicts with the text of the law, according to Harvard Law Professor John Manning, writing in the Columbia Law Review. In contrast. Textualists argue that the judge must strictly adhere to the laws and enact the text when it's clear. This woman's a judge. 
and, and she didn't not know, like brand new judge. She's been doing it for a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She was twelve yeah. years an assistant attorney. Yeah. Um, and yeah. she had, did not know what purposeism is. I didn't know what it was until I just read it. You guys want it, but that's where the finger in the scale of the bureaucracy that we talk about all the time. She is that. That is the exact definition of bureaucracy. This is an unelected official who's back there putting their fingers on the scale, and they they don't even know their job. They're putting their fingers on the scale and doing things, and they don't even know the job that they're doing that they're putting the finger on the scale for. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how stupid these people are. And we're not we're not. We should be outraged that this woman does not have the ability to articulate this better. Well, I think what we're seeing here is Senator Kennedy is good because what he's doing is he's exploiting how far away from the Constitution we actually are. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. this woman right now, she, she should not be a judge. She should not be a lawyer, a district attorney. She shouldn't be any of these things. I mean, right. oh, I don't know what Article 2 is. I don't know what Article 5 is. I must have to look that up when I get out of here. Uh, then he, <laughs> then he, he stumped her with purposism. And this is right. interesting because it's literally what a judge is supposed to do. It's the advocation for judges to enforce the spirit of law when it contradicts the text of the law. Right. And so this is a term that she should know as a judge. Nope. Yeah. That's what she's practicing in. That's like her job. Like, what do you do? I'm a judge. What do you do in there? I judge things. No, ma'am. That's not your job. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is like she should be the that expert, right? But we've too many times uh, people that I, I say this on uh, quite, quite often. We have people who are in le- leadership positions who have no leadership skills whatsoever. It was just their turn. I mean, if the potato in chief hasn't taught you that, then you're not paying attention. He's up there. I mean, it was his turn. It was not because he's a functional, amazing elite that's got some kind of you know sophisticated brain activity. Mm-hmm. No, it was just his turn. And he th- and everybody else that does these decisions, they just believe that you should accept him as what he is, your leader. But we have judges out there making judicial system che- you know checks and balances who don't even understand their job whatsoever. And in the basic way, and then you're going to be nominated, and you didn't go in and practice up your judging questions, you know, your job. You didn't tune it up before you went in there. What do you think Kennedy's going to give you, softballs? This guy's a brilliant guy. He's like he's, he's the one who said, uh, you know, what does Christmas lights and Epstein have in common? They they didn't hang themselves. You know, he's a he's a great guy. I like I like his one liners. He's really good about it. But he's also very intelligent. Absolutely. Well, he's a lawyer. Uh, well, you know, this is also interesting. Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is leading the polls over Harmit Dillian and Ronna McDaniel for chairman of the of the RNC. Good. Good. This is yeah. Good for awesome. him. Good for him. Absolutely. You know, it, awesome. That guy leaves he has his heart on his sleeve all the time. Every time you talk to him, he he everybody's like, "Oh, he's he's just out there, but he really believes he he can save this country. He can believe if he puts all the zeros behind it, he can save this country, and he really means it. He's not just doing it. He means it. I mean, of all the, the sponsors out there, I think he gives the biggest percentage of, of affiliate stuff to people who advertise for his, pro, uh, his mm-hmm. pillows and stuff. He's a great patriot. He really is, he, and I think it would be great to have him in there. 
But if he goes in there, though, is he going to be like Trump? He's going to be uh, up against a lot of the bureaucracy we didn't realize was in there. So. Well, true, but he also has the ability to clean house when he does get in there. Right, right. Well, if he gets the right kind of advisors, too. That's the other thing, too, is you're only as good as the information you're given. And if you're not given good information, if you're counting on the wrong person, then that could taint what you think are good decisions. So... Hopefully, hopefully he's got all that stuff worked out. And I mean, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's trying, you know. But there's always those people that get in, you know, the uh, the uh, the the guys that look good going in, but really aren't. So, well, and then you go look at Trump, <clears throat> dude. Trump's polling, he's got like a 35 point lead all over all the other candidates for uh, for 2024. Right, which is a which is a mile. I mean, that is, I mean, that is unbelievable, really. Right. This right. early on. Well, yeah. a lot of things can change, but you're, you're right. This early on, it's uh, man, 2024 is gonna be great, isn't it? Oh, I'm looking forward to it. And you know, um, we have a lot to look forward to because we get to be here in this greatest time of transition, right? So we should be mindful of that. All right, we'll be right back with more Dark Blood Show right this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. 
Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back with the Dark Delight show. And you know, the, the veil is being lifted, isn't it? it that, that's what's really happening here. Is the truth is coming to the surface, man. Is that we can talk about any plethora of topics here. We could just focus right. on votes, uh, on voter fraud. And we could oh. sit here for a year and talk about it, but but there's nothing happening. As per the left says, there's nothing right. happening there. But we can sit here and talk about it for a whole year every day and come up with and new information every day. Yeah. Yeah. And never hit the same thing over. Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. No, it's and that's absolutely real. But we so – here, let me – you just said the veil. And let's think about that for a second. You say, "Well, the veil has been pulled back, or what have you." You're seeing behind the curtain who's pulling the the, sh- the levers. The sad part of it is, is we have just begun. They've been doing this for hundreds of years, maybe even thousands of years of this conspired effect of trying to control people and humans. And if we really want to say that we've, I mean, even for me, like I said, Clayton uh, Clayton had on the show yesterday. You know, he was talking about these things, and it, and it kind of busted my bubble a little bit, thinking that we were catching them early on some of these things. But he's like, no, they've been doing graphene for 60, 70 years. Graphene's mm-hmm. been part of our diet for 70 years. I'm like, whoa, I thought they just got us lately. So for, for when you say well, they pull, we're pulling by the veil, that means that we're just catching the surface. We're just getting the top layer, the crusty little uh. There's a lot, there's a lot deeper than this, and all the things that we want to ignore that we think – well, it really can't be that bad. Well, maybe it's not, you know, well, maybe not that. Well, the problem is, is all those things that we perceive that we can say, well, we don't think it's that bad are probably worse than that because we just haven't got deep enough into the bucket yet to see how bad it is at the bottom. And uh, we have to spend the rest of our lives really spending the time to go down and investigate and bring light to those things that we can, no matter how dirty and nefarious they really are, no matter how, how they make us feel, we have to be those people that start this path. Because if we don't start it, if we don't start trying to learn how to walk, we're never going to learn how to run. We're never going to set ourselves free. I mean, we're crawling right now. We're stumbling around, and maybe we're putting a foot up to say we want to walk. But we have a lot of information we're going to have to pile through to really say that we're running and really going in a free way that we want to, not what they've been putting us through. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> and, you know, as we look at this global situation as it unfolds, and this is one thing I talk about on my, my, my nightly podcast, is we're in the midst of this firestorm event, this jackpot event, uh, the poly, the poly crisis, as, you know, Klaus Schwab <laughs> wants to call it. Um, yeah. And we're about to move into food shortages. We're about to move into a recession. We're about to move in to, uh, you know, political destabilization, social and cultural destabilization. We're, we're mm-hmm. about to have some global event that occurs that is going to throw the world into chaos. Well, think about this. In 2016, when I went through the stuff I went through and I told people, hey, this is happening to me. And we've talked about this a little bit before, but you know, we, this, this is happening to me. And people are like, well, Jim, you know, well, come on. Now, they wouldn't say that. You know, and now, think about in, from 2016 to 2023, we can pretty much come to the table with just about anything. And people are really open to talk about it. So there's been a huge evolution of thought process and what we're willing to actually put on the table that we never were able to have before. And this is an awesome time to be able to do that. So now we can really be honest about the nefarious things going around instead of doing the, well, the newspaper doesn't always lie. They're, they mostly are factual. You know, now people are like, no, I wouldn't believe a thing they have to say. 
But that's a great, that right there is a great, that shows how great we are, right? We are making progress. We are doing things. We are moving the needle. But that doesn't mean the other side isn't going, bet, I'm going to still go after you. I'm still going to take you down. They're not quitting because we saw. They're not going to quit because we caught them. (laughs) They're just going to double down and become a better criminal at it. Right. No, absolutely. And... The more this information comes out, the more that we catch them, the more we have to hold them accountable. And I think that's right. really the key here is these people need to help be held accountable. And I know that some of these committees in Congress are actually going to be starting up as early as next week. Right. Well, can we end the show with this really amazing um, – this new, this new – this thing they're going to do for carbon emissions? This is the CIA-funded company plans to de-extinct – prehistoric animals to offset carbon emissions i thought the animals were the problem with the emissions with the farting thing why is our cia what is this what is this yeah this is a this is coming out uh this is a company co-founded by harvard scientist george church gave a public uh uh he says uh church recently revealed uh, colossal would like to see their animals occupying every continent on the world, except for uh, except for two mammoths, uh, except for oh, except for two, uh, Antarctica and uh, Australia. Uh, he's saying that this is what they've been doing. They've been doing this all on Colossus Biosciences. Um, <laughs> this is like this is our you know we're going to bring back prehistoric animals because that'll help with climate crisis. Why? Are, how do? No wonder we feel like we're in living in bizarro world. If this is what our company, our country is doing with companies around the world, that they're going to try to, what is it called, de-extinct animals? Mm-hmm. That's not a thing. We can't do that. I don't know. Anyway, I, I just thought we'd, I thought we'd get a laugh out of that. It, <laughs> instead, it's actually really kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look, they're, they got the, the seed banks around the world. They're, they're building their technological arc. And this is from mm-hmm. their words, not mine. This is the, the World Economic Forum's global elite who call themselves masters of the world, master of the elites. They call themselves all this. Um, this you is know, like Mike, the, the He-Man. Masters right. of the universe. Or By what, the was power it of that? Grayskull. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, um, but he was the guy who was shirtless wearing a... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, so. Klaus, very Klaus Schwab like he had the he had the he had the haircut. <laughs> so the chicken egg thing is going to be crazy. I want to talk about this more next week. But the the chicken egg crisis that's happening right now, they're blaming it on avian flu. No, but uh, Mike Adams over in his laboratory is checking out the feed that's coming from Tractor Supply. And uh, there's some indications that the feed being given the chickens um, is tainted. To basically make it's these not chickens in bio-nutrient absorbent to the chickens, I think, is what the problem yeah. is. So this is probably part of that cloud seeding thing. It's probably part of the aerosol thing that, yeah, the crop's produced, but the nutrients aren't there. And so it's just passing through and not giving them what they need. Um, this is uh, – because I have because I've have chickens, I will tell you, if people really learn to actually treat their chickens like they do their pigs, they give them all the table scraps, they give them all the surplus that you have instead of putting it in the trash can – one, you lower your trash can output, but then the chickens will actually get a lot of the nutrients that they really need from the different meats and vegetables that are in there. They don't like leafy green stuff like like le- uh, lettuce and stuff like that, stuff that they keep mm-hmm. telling us to eat a lot of. But they do like a lot of meat. They like uh, different types of proteins. 
And uh, they start producing almost exponentially right when you do that. So people will need to get away from the grains and actually go back to what really how nature's always done it. We threw our scraps out there, and they loved eating it. Chickens are carnivores. They're little baby dinosaurs. If you really want to get in love with a chicken and see what they're like, I mean, chickens are dinosaurs, and you treat them like that, and they, they are, they're weird little things. I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, chickens are chickens, right? You just go down right. to Atwoods or Tractor Supply and get you one, but um, they are amazing machines, but we got to quit looking back to the commercial. This is another one of those things. It seems like we're seeing a lot of things pushing us away from the, com- com- in the industrial complex, and bringing us back home to what? The things that we can produce on our own. Yep, absolutely. And uh, we gotta we got to take control back of our world, man. That's, that's really what we have to do. We have to take control back but, of our world. We have to take control back of our society, our communities. And it starts at that local level, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, that's – and that's so you, – you do you do a couple chickens and you, you lower your trash output if you want to be green or whatever. Or you, you want to say that – oh, that you want to say you want to do recycling. Well, feed it to your chickens and then your chickens will give you eggs and then you'll keep eating. It's a, it's a life cycle right there. You've got your own little biosphere going of them consuming your scraps and you having eggs, fresh eggs to either give to your family or consume yourself. Mm-hmm. And they're not hard. I mean, they're not a, it's not a big thing. They can do a lot of that stuff in a small backyard. You don't have to need acres to do it and uh, find different food sources for them. So, and then, and this is again that you go into the idea of like just chickens, but what can you do with koi fish or not koi fish, but um, tilapia in your own uh, biosphere as well. So there's a lot of different right. things we can feed ourselves. Great stuff, Jim. All right, yes, guys, sir. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. We'll be back with you tomorrow with another episode of the Dark Flight Show. Take care.